Always two there are, a master and an apprentice. One to embody power and one to crave it. I'm the master, Dan. And I'm the apprentice, Jake. And it's it's official, we have a podcast because we're on the second episode. Second episode. Second we didn't episode. give up yet. No, we didn't get canceled. Um, what what do you think of the first episode? How how'd we do? I think we did pretty well. I mean, you know, seeing the analytics behind it. Yeah. Uh, for for a first episode and not having any following beforehand. Yeah. We did pretty well. Not knowing what we're doing, that's also another factor in it. Yep. Yep. I've, I've gotten a little bit of criticism. Yeah. You know, but a lot of uh, a lot of people loved it. So. That's good. Uh, we did better than we thought, you know. So. Uh, we'll get better at it, and oh, yeah. hopefully we'll grow a little bit. Uh, we do want to say last week when we recorded, we didn't know what our uh, our host site was going to be. Now we do know. Right. So we want to thank Captivate for being our host site, and it uh, sends our podcast out to other available entities like Spotify and Google Podcasts and all that. Um, so we want to thank them. We want to thank everyone who listened last week. Hopefully they're back. Hopefully. And if not, we know about half of them, so we can yell at them. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so this week we're talking about, uh, I was wrong last week when I said The Phantom Menace was our favorite. This one's our favorite. The, this one's our favorite Star Wars movie, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones, I mean, it's our favorite Star Wars movie you've reviewed so far. <laughs> so. so that's true. Um, do you remember the first time you saw Attack of the Clones? I was like three, dude. Yeah? My dad showed me Attack of the Clones when I was very young. I could tell you what the room smelled like when I saw Attack of the Clones. Wow. It's ingrained in my memory because this is the first Star Wars movie I ever saw. Really? Yeah, my dad showed it to me when I was four. Here's the thing with my dad. Not a big Star Wars fan. Okay. He likes them fine. He's seen them all once or twice. But right. Not a lot of rewatch value for him. He'd rather watch uh, Suicide Squad for the 80th time. Um, <laughs> oh, Lord. But, uh, you know, I caught him watching Star Wars. Caught him like he was watching porn or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like four, <laughs> walking around the house. And I, I looked at the TV, and I saw it's the fight between Django and Obi-Wan on Kamino. Okay. And I just saw a dude with a laser sword and a dude shooting lasers, and I was like, that's cool. And so my dad restarted the movie. Also, terrible way to introduce me to Star Wars, because it's like, you totally ruined the Luke, I am your father. Yeah, yeah, it's the but, second uh, movie, there's no, like, but, there, there's nothing there. But it introduced me to Star Wars, and I may not be who I am today without it, so I mean, something else. And I wore, I wore this movie out, because I had it on VHS. And for the longest time, uh, I had all of them on DVD except this one. I had it on VHS, and my parents were like, you don't need a DVD, you got it on VHS. Yeah. And then I wore it out, and so for like five years, I didn't have this movie. You just had, yeah, you had all of them. But yeah, I, I had to wait until I got a job. And my oh first, my, my first paycheck, I got, uh, oh, I bought Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I don't remember Attack of the Clones. The first Star Wars movie I remember watching was. Uh, Revenge of the Sith. That, that was the first one I remember watching. That's even a worse introduction, because that one explicitly yeah. tells you, yeah, yeah. Anakin's Vader. And I remember, I remember, you know, I was like, I cried at the end. Like, yeah. We'll get on to that and one. And then you watch Empire, and he's like, no, I am your father. And you're just like, yeah, I know. I know. I know. You know I watched this one. All right, so we're going to jump into it. Um, basically, this movie takes place about ten years later. Yes. Which is weird. Yeah, biggest time jump. It was a big, very big time jump. But, uh, you know, whatever. We'll go with it. Um. We're not gonna. We're not gonna challenge this movie for the fault of the Phantom Menace. No, no. So um, we learned that uh, in the crawl, they're they're, all the senators are coming, to uh, the Republic of Coruscant to vote for an army, for the Republic. Are we gonna have an army or not? Yes. 
And uh, Padme is the uh, is now a senator of Naboo. She's no longer the queen. Yes. They have is, terms, apparently. Which seems very... Well, you know, the queen is kind of like a prime minister with them, or like a president. Yeah. But, it, but it's kind of weird to go from president to senator. I yeah. guess you have more power in the senator. But you got to remember, she's like 14 and she was a queen, so I mean, wh- where else true. do you really go? That's true. Um, so she shows up, and there's an assassination attempt. Uh, someone wants her dead. And they blow up the platform, that one of the ships on the platform. Yes, we did miss something in the crawl. Um, the Separatist movement is started. It is starting, with yes. With Count Dooku, and potentially thousands of solar systems are joining him. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's, yeah, that's crazy. Another thing I picked up on is I guess R2 just belongs to Padme at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and then just goes... I never really the, noticed that. Like, just mm-hmm. goes mannequin sometimes. Yeah, at some point in the Clone Wars, he's just like, I'm gonna chill with this guy. You know? Oh, R2. And... Uh, we'll get onto it later. But yeah, so that's the assassination attempt. Someone right. wants Padme dead, and so uh, we go to Palpatine's office, which is a very neat office. I wrote Palpatine's office is neat. Um, Palpatine's office. That's all I got neat. from that scene is it was a neat office. Um, yeah, he's talking to some Jedi, and Padme shows up. Uh, I did notice they they talked a little bit about uh, the Republic has stood for like a thousand years. Yeah, Republic's been around a while. Yeah, so like. I think uh, that's supposed to be, like, the newer form of the Republic, though. Right. Because, I mean, the Old Republic has been around a thousand years, so... I mean, they might expand on that. Yeah, because, like, Yoda, he's, like, 900. Yeah, but this I thought point. he was around in the Old Republic. Yeah, he would have... Well, no, because, I mean, he's around in the newer institution of the Republic, but... Right. Is the, is the Old and New Republic the same thing, or I don't... Enemies? I think they're trying to separate them. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I think the New Republic has been around... The New Republic, the current Republic... Has been around for a thousand years, and all the public is like, it's it's back there. Right. You know? um, uh, there is. We'll uh, see. More bullshit about the dark side clouds the future. Yeah, the immediately <laughs> clouded the dark side is. I think I yeah I wrote clouded future. Like also, Mace Windu says this great great line. You know what he said? He said, "We're keepers of the peace, not soldiers." What happens at the end of this movie? Oh, man. Because they looked like soldiers to me. They looked like soldiers and great They're generals. generals yeah. You know? I mean, they're generals of the Republic Army by the end of this movie. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. Why are you listening to this? Um, so that was weird. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he... in like the course of a two-hour movie, it was just like, ah, screw it. Yeah. We're just like, and Yoda's a great general. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. So you mentioned uh, Padme comes in. Yeah, and Padme she's comes introduced in. by a Rodian speaking Hatties. Yeah. Which I thought was peculiar. Gotta be from Tatooine. Yeah, yeah. Because I would expect a Rodian to speak Rodian. Right. Not not. Or I mean, I guess they could have been from a planet that was controlled by the by the Huts. Yeah. But well, that's another thing is Coruscant because uh, we hear a couple people speaking Hutties. Yes. Coruscant does have a Hut presence on it. Because of Zero. We know Zero the Hut is on Coruscant. Oh, okay. So, okay. Um, we know there is some, somewhat of a Hut presence. Okay. Um, yeah, Jar Jar uh, is in this movie. So I just you know, that's all I had. But not as bad. Yeah, I, I, I actually had that. I, I didn't really mind Jar Jar in this movie. No, he, uh, he the is... lines... First of all, the lines weren't stupid, which helped. Yes. And number two, he's in it for maybe ten minutes altogether. Right, he still that. doesn't speak... Um, correctly, which is kind of fucking annoying, yeah. but whatever. But, uh, yeah, he's not bad in this movie. Basically, uh, the Chancellor's like, we need to assign people to protect you. And she's like, no, it'll be fine. And it's like, no, you're an idiot, you're a senator, and someone tried to kill you. Yeah. We're gonna put protection on you. And even I was like, Palpatine. 
you could kill her right here if you just like you're like yeah you're right yeah oh yeah but he's got a he's got a big plan you know right he's got to make sure she lives so the war can start and, you know, blah, all this blah, stuff blah. um and so they sign Obi Wan to protect her screw Anakin you know we're not gonna mention him just Obi Wan yeah. um they also mention uh she says that count she believes Count Dooku is behind the assassination to which uh Hiati Mundi says uh. He's a political idealist, not a murderer. I have that written down. Because he used to be a Jedi, you know? And I, I even said, I said again, I guess the dark side does clown a lot of things, huh? The Jedi are so arrogant, dude. He used to be we, a Jedi. There's no way he can kill people. We even, oh my god, we, we go on later and it says later on in the movie that the Jedi have become too arrogant. Yeah, it's just, it's like, what the fuck do you mean? Because And here's another thing. Thanks to Rise of Skywalker, I'm going to spoil everything, so just don't. Yeah. Thanks to Rise of Skywalker, Revan's canon. Right. So I'm assuming the story of him turning to the dark side uh, is is right. You know, he was a Jedi who turned to the dark side. Mm-hmm. He was a murderer after he turned to the dark side, and he used to be a Jedi. So what the hell is Keanu Mundi talking about? Yeah. And why is he on the, the well, council if he's doing because, this? Because Count Dooku technically isn't Dark Tyrannus that they know of at this moment. Yeah, they he's don't know of it. just a political figure. They don't know of it, but I mean still... I mean, I if I was a Red Cross member and then stopped being a Red Cross member, I wouldn't immediately start murdering people. But, you know. Still. I mean, you got to take everything into account. <laughs> Everything's a possibility. But, yeah, they do that. Uh, we transition to an elevator with Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yes. I really like this interaction. Uh, it shows uh, very much the line from A New Hope where said, Obi-Wan calls him a good friend. They kind of banter back and forth. Yes. Uh, they um, talk about uh, Anakin saves him on Anseon. Or no, they just finished assignment on Anseon. But he saved him on some planet that I can't yeah. remember the name of. And he is already fucking head over heels. He's already man. nervous. He is um, so in love, man. Dude, is... This is ridiculous. You haven't seen her since you were... For ten years. Yeah, you for ten years. this woman. So he's... why are you still... I would have moved on in that time. You know, I'd have been like... Yeah, me too. But I mean, I guess he's not seen a lot of women in that time that aren't, you know, Jedi. So That's true. It's true. He did... And it's not like he has a chance with anyone else. He doesn't have no. time to talk to anyone else. No, he doesn't have time at all. Well, not that he should. I mean, he's a Jedi. So. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, they get out of the elevator. They, uh, Jar Jar freaks out and screams Obi about five times. Yes. And, uh, introduces him to Padme. And Anakin starts the flirting right away. He doesn't, oh, he oh, does oh, not oh. wait an instant. He's oh. talking about how beautiful she is and how... For a senator. For a senator. For a senator. For a senator. Yes. And all this stuff, and it's it's very cringy. And, you know, Padme looks the exact same as she did in the last movie from when she was 14. Yeah, 20, because, you know, Anakin they filmed looks... it three years later. I mean... Yeah, you know, you know. She just ages well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say, before I do start some negatives, I'm going to be very nice to this movie just because I'm biased towards it. But um, there there are some negatives. There, there are some negatives. There's some negatives later and on. And the biggest one so far is the love stuff, the relationship. A lot of it is cringy. I get it. I understand it. Yes, it, it was. It was the writing could have been a little better. There are some parts that, and I'll mention it later again, that are very good. That seem genuine. That seem like it could actually happen. There's moments. I mean, it's not all but bad. A lot of it's just fucking crazy. There's one we'll get to later where I literally just I was like, that's bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, basically they're talking about protecting Padme. Yes. And. 
Anakin's promising, we're going to find who did this. And Obi-Wan's like, that's not what we're here to do. Right. They get into a little scuffle. Obi-Wan is basically verbally puts down Anakin. Oh, yeah. In front of the girl like of his dreams. The whole movie. And it's pretty pretty funny, actually. But, I mean, Obi-Wan's a lot wiser. Right. And he's, he's doing it for a reason in this movie. Uh, unlike Phantom Menace, where he's a whiny <laughs> brat, just like Anakin. Yes. yes. Um, and that's another thing that comes up a lot, is Anakin is so whiny in this. Especially when it comes to Obi-Wan. Say, oh my god, I, I've never, I, I never see him not going, it's Obi-Wan's no, fault. You're, no, just, just completely, like, a completely different person than yeah. he's in Clone Wars. And, and like, even Revenge of the Sith, he's yeah. a lot different, so it's, I think it's just, be like, you know, he's kind of in his teenage years, he's a little angsty, he's a Padawan, you know, he wants to move up. I get it, but maybe tone it down a little bit. Because oh. uh, so far all I'm gathering from canon is all Padawans are whiny. Yeah, yeah. Ahsoka was at first. Anakin was, Obi Wan was. I want a whiny Padawan Yoda. I want to see what that was like. <laughs> I mean, I can understand that. You know, you're giving up your entire life. Yeah, you're giving up you your life. You want to be a little bit of a rebel, but you don't have to be like that. Man. We do get some further insight in a comic book though, uh, called Obi Wan and Anakin, which is takes place uh, about halfway between Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones, where Anakin is actually contemplating leaving the Jedi Order. And uh, you see how much Obi-Wan cares because he tells Yoda that if Anakin leaves the Order, he's going to leave the Order too because he's going to finish his training. So, uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Wow. You also see Palpatine start to get his, his claws in Anakin a little bit at a young age. Yeah, he's definitely got his hand all over the yeah. kid right now. Yeah, well, okay. Yep. Well, no, yeah, weird. I mean it, man. He's weird. But, uh, you know, don't want to get too far into that. Yeah, we yeah, might yeah. cover that comic. Um. So, uh, basically, they're protecting Aunt Padme. She goes to bed, and she doesn't like Anakin watching her through the screen, so she covers the cameras. Yeah. Which, I mean, I understand you don't want people watching you sleep. It's kind of creepy, but also, they're your security right now. So, so maybe, like, to. he's like, oh, R2's programmed. I'm like, all right. Well, it didn't stop the bu- It didn't stop the slugs from getting yeah. there. Yeah. And, and we actually see the uh, silhouette of Django. Here's, here's something I don't understand. So, Django was hired... To get Padme killed. And Jango's a bounty hunter, right? Well... Why does he hire an assassin to do I his job? I don't think he was particularly hired because he was hired for Camino, So he's in leagues with the other ones and he doesn't want to get caught. So he hires someone else to do it for him. I still Kinda, think it's weird because he's sitting yeah, there anyway. He's a better shot. And he literally gives her the slugs and the probe. Yeah, he could have just done this himself. I mean, I don't... And he had that dart that could just instantly kill someone. Like, it would have been so yeah. easy. But yeah, he hires, he hires a, uh, an assassin called Samuel Sell who's going to do this. Samuel Sell. Okay. Uh, and she uh, she puts these slugs in the room, you know? Yep, yep. And they got real close to her. Real and then, close uh, to Padme. you know, the Jedi sense it and they run in the room. And here's something I wrote down is that Anakin must be a master swordsman because he cuts those slugs off of Padme without touching her. <laughs> yeah, just... And it's like, damn, he must be pretty good with a lightsaber. He, he's fairly good. You know, I would agree with that. Yeah. And uh, uh, another line that's foreshadowed from the prequels, uh, prequels, from uh, the original trilogy is uh, when uh, Yoda calls Luke reckless and Obi-Wan was like, well, wasn't I at one time too? Because Obi-Wan just jumps out this fucking window to grab this Oh my god, this yeah. Droid. He, he goes through glass and I thought they were metal blinds. But he just... He dives right through it. It's super badass. For someone who hates flying, he's just like, fuck it. He yeah. dives right at it. Like, you couldn't 
I mean, I, I get it, but at the same time, like, couldn't you put a little tracker on it? You don't have anything you can, like, attach to it or anything? Like, it's a little reckless. It's a very reckless. I mean, he just dives right out. And this isn't no Padawan. This is a Jedi Knight yeah. right here. Well, that's uh, why he had to. Yeah, he dives he out. And we get a, a nice uh, chase sequence through Coruscant, yeah. which is always fun. Coruscant is chase. awesome. I love seeing Coruscant, how just huge it is. Oh, it's massive. How many people are there. And all the it's the New York City of Star Wars signs and everything. Eventually, uh, we'll skip some of the chase because not really a whole lot to talk about. I mean, Anakin jumps out of the thing at one point. Yeah, I was thinking, you know, his force abilities have to be pretty good because he landed on a full like as far as like predicting how when yeah. to jump. Uh, we learn Obi Wan doesn't particularly care for flying. He does not. Uh, um, we know. I mean, they eventually catch back up with each other at the bar. Yeah, they come to the space club, and uh, I love that there's a space club in Star Wars. I just think it's awesome. And uh, as they're walking into the club, Obi-Wan says, why do I get the feeling you're going to be the death of me? And I was like, that's subtle, George. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, it, it works. It works in the context of uh, the story. Uh, interesting. When they go in this club, uh, we see pod racing and droid football. That's what I wrote. I wrote space sports. We got some space sports. Yeah, space sports. And it looks like they're both... I mean, it looks like it's pot, pot racing from Tatooine. Yeah. Like... So that was Anakin. I'd just be like, I'm going to leave the order. Go make some money. Yeah, for real. Be um, a professional. Yeah. But uh, they track her down. She tries to kill him. And, you know, Obi-Wan gets to jump on her. First hand cut off. Yeah, he's used to cutting hands off in cantinas, man. <laughs> this is M.O. Oh, Lord. That's why That's why it took him so long to get to Maul. He wasn't in a cantina. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh... So they take her outside, and uh, she gets shot by a poison dart by uh, this mysterious figure. It's Jango Fett. Uh, well, yeah, this this Mandalorian that flies away. Yeah, Mandalorian. Uh, well, I, I did finger brackets, people. You can't see that. Yeah. Uh, because uh, maybe he isn't. Maybe he is. He's at least wearing the armor. He's wearing Mandalorian armor. Yeah, yeah. sure. Um, uh, she's a changeling, and she changes form, and she dies, and they're like, "Well, it's pretty cool. We've though. gotten nowhere." Yeah, <laughs> I, I like how she doesn't change her face in the in the bar. Though. Also, I gotta backtrack a little bit because we skipped oh. over a, good, a great part of the interaction in the bar is death sticks. Death do you, you want to buy some death sticks? You don't want to sell me death sticks. You don't. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want me to keep going? I mean, might as well now. We oh gotta do the line. God. It's one more line. That's true. You want to go home and rethink your life? I want to go home and rethink my life. Oh my god, that that's was a good interaction. That's like, Star Wars comedy that's right funny. there. That's Star that's, Wars. That's comedy. funny. Not not. Uh, that was very good. Not like in uh, episode eight. Um, <laughs> We're not even there yet. I know. I, I can't. got a long way to get there. I can't. I can't help myself. Um, okay. So uh, they go back to the council and they're like, "All right, Obi Wan, you got to figure this shit out." This is. I mean, right. now they know. They didn't use those words, but they, now they know for sure it's about her. Yeah. And they want to send Obi Wan on his own. And they give Anakin his first big assignment, which is to protect. His only assignment ever. Well, yeah, his first I, assignment. Yeah, yeah his first single really assignment weird. to uh, protect, take over duties of protecting Padme. Anakin has to go to the Chancellor to convince Padme. Well, he has to make an executive order so that she'll go along with it. Yes. She's not happy. Um, but we see a little bit more of the relationship between Palpatine and Anakin. Dignus Talon's in there, you, you know, praising him to hide. You oh, will be the strongest. They're finally giving you an assignment. You're going to be the strongest Jedi of all. You're the most gifted Jedi I've ever You're seen. You already rival Master Yoda. As a swordsman. Yeah. Well, sure. that's what uh, Obi-Wan says later. Yeah. Or maybe it was earlier. Well, no, no, no. Uh, later on, oh, my 
It was earlier. But he says, I master, or I rival Yoda as a swordsman. Everyone's like, oh, keep keep dreaming. Which is like. interesting because he cut those slugs pretty damn easily. Yeah, but, but that's a little foreshadowing because, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> so people who watched the movies in the right order, unlike us, uh, they, they probably would have picked up on that and be like, Yoda has a lightsaber? You ain't seen that before. Right, He's right. a master swordsman. And so they're planting the seeds for later in the movie. Um, so everyone uh, goes on their on their trips. Uh, right here is, is the line where Yoda says that Jedi have become more and more arrogant. Yeah, um, for sure. Because Obi-Wan is yeah, talking going about down how the he doesn't think his Padawan's yeah, ready. he doesn't think Anakin's either. ready. Yeah, um, but I mean, it's, it's become a common trend, and we see that a little yep. more in the Clone Wars. Yep. Uh, Luke even says so in Episode Eight when he's looking back on the Jedi Order. He's like, we couldn't get past their own hubris. Yeah. Uh, we see uh, Dark Lord Jar Jar is now the yeah. acting senator of the group. Yeah, that's what I wrote down, the senator <laughs> Jar Jar. So the, he was already representative books. Right. So he's been a general, a representative, and now a senator. This guy. This guy has a resume. <sighs> this is like... He hasn't been a queen, but still. I this is impressive. like if I had no experience whatsoever in business, right? And they're like, you're an intern. You're an executive. You're a CEO. Jesus. Um, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, not really. but uh, And even Padme's annoyed by Jar Jar. He's like going on and thinking her. He's like, hey, just get to work, Jar Jar. I don't want to hold you. You have up. a lot to do. You got a lot sure. to do. She can't wait to go on this little vacation. Yeah. And uh, I lost my place. Where am I? All right. Uh, so Anakin goes to her because she's packing to leave. And he's venting all of his frustrations to her. He's notching up the flirting. Yeah. It's just... This scene in particular, I hated. I hated this scene because it's yeah. just her being snarky and him being flirty. And then she gets mad and storms off and he gives this weird smile. It was very creepy. He's got a lot of creepy smiles in this one. Which I don't blame him. You know, I think Hayden Christian's a good actor. It's it's direction. It's, yeah, That's it's what the it direction is. of the uh, uh, story. We do find out why Padme is willing to be assassinated because she's against the army of course. You find that out here. Which, I understand that, but at the same time, what are you going to do if you get attacked? You have some sort of military, right? Yeah, we, we're just going to not have, like, it all diplomatic. Like, I'm not saying, like, let's start a war, but I'm right, saying let's right. be able to protect ourselves. Right. Let's uh, turn political, we're going to get canceled. Yeah, right. Uh, next is the, or do you have any more to say about this scene? No, I just hated it. Yeah. It was a bad scene. Uh, next I go to the diner. Uh, dude, we meet Dexter Jetster, man. Dexter Jetster. And uh, I noticed something about Dexter. I've been watching this movie since I was four years old. 16 years, I have not noticed this. He has a mustache. Yeah, yeah. How did I not pick up on that before? He has a mustache. Also, you can totally <laughs> tell he's not there. That is so CGI. Terrible. The design is great, but it's just CG. Yeah. Uh, we, we hear Jawa Juice, and I wrote, I wrote that down. down too. What is it? Are we drinking Jawa blood? I was, I was like, is this a nickname? Is it made by Jawa? I'm hoping it's like brand, you know, brand Jawa, and it's some sort of juice. Yeah, because because that's pretty creepy. I mean, I guess it could be like you know, I'm trying to think of a, a world. I can't think of anything. Milk. Yeah, maybe. But that come maybe is it comes from Jawas? Maybe they make it. I don't know. Either way, it's like, man, I hope the Jawas are staying away from Coruscant. If that's what they're. <laughs> yeah, they're crushing up Jawas and like. And later in the movie, we see Anakin talking to some Jawas, so it's like, you better run. Yeah. Um, uh, I love this scene. 
Like, yeah. there's so oh, much about too. this scene that I just love. I don't mind the scene whatsoever. I love how Obi-Wan's kind of like a cop. He's like going off the books, talking to his old friends. He's a detective. Right, he is a detective. He's really good at his job. He knows what he's this doing. This is his Batman moment. You know, he's a world-class detective. Except he's better than Batman. Because <laughs> Batman is, uh... I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> have people hating me. And, uh... Man, Dex was a lot for a prospector. That was my thing. Like, yeah. he has had a life. This man... First of all, he needs... He might need a treadmill. But I do too, so I'm not going to judge him for that. <laughs> but he's very smart. He's a smart guy. Very smart guy. Very smart guy. He knows a Why lot. Why does he run into diner if he's that smart? Sometimes you just need to, you know. He not get his down. degree to be a senator. I no, probably. Padme probably didn't either. Or Jar Jar. No. Oh, Jar Jar definitely doesn't have a degree. I think Padme did. She was in the Young Legislatives. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. She talks about that later. But there's no way Jar Jar does. Oh no, no, no. There's no way. Um. So uh, he tells them about Camino, which we find out is on the outer rim, which is funny that the outer rim is supplying the troops, because that kind of becomes a base for the Republic in the Clone Wars. Well, that's a long way to travel, you know. Yeah. So. There's actually a very important arc in Clone Wars. We won't get too into it because we are going to cover Clone Wars. But uh, they basically try and attack Kamino to stop the production of clones, the Separatists. Oh. So. Uh, it's confusing because. And which makes sense because it's on the outer rim. It's going to take people a while to get there, you know. But it's still weird. Yeah, because they're like. Under powerful. Well, I mean, they got they have to keep up the facade. You know? Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but yeah, so we learn Camino's on the outer rim, and then we he goes to the library to find Camino and Jocasta knew I hate you. I this. This is supposed library. to be one of the wisest Jedi in the Order. She needs knowledge of all the all the secrets of the Jedi, and she's like, if it's not in the system, it doesn't exist. Really, really, really. It's impossible that it just couldn't have disappeared. I don't know how many times I've been looking for something, and I looked it up, and I can't find it. So I guess it just doesn't exist. Yeah, if Google doesn't have it, it doesn't exist. Jocasta knew I hate you. I hate you so much, you're so stupid. And she gets so pissy when Obi-Wan's like, maybe the archives aren't complete. She's like, hey, what? Like, really? <sighs> this is a Jedi Master, too. A Jedi Master. And one of the older ones. Yeah. I mean, not Yoda old, but human old. Right, right. Knows um, quite a... Should know... Quite a bit. I'm glad Vader traps her down and kills her eventually. Honestly, because she's uh, it, right here. It goes to another scene and then comes back to Obi Wan. It goes to the scene of them being refugees, which they look way too clean. Yeah, be refugees. Like, and I have so many questions about this. Like, why is Naboo getting refugees? Aren't there millions of other planets that could take refugees? Yeah, apparently Naboo is small, so this is the last place you want to be uh, taking refugees. Right. I mean, not like we have a giant underwater city or anything. <laughs> but yeah, so they do that. Um, also, we find out Yoda uh, no longer taking Padawans because he trains the young ones now. Yes, he, he trains the young ones. Great with kids. Which apparently, I mean, that's he's the best person to do. He's the Jedi Grand Master. You want to be the smartest guy in the uh, in the order doing that. The young ones. The young ones. I also I wrote down Kanan question mark because we know he is a uh, a youngling at this time. Maybe he's uh Maybe he's the kid that knew the answer. Yeah, the smartest kid in history. Yeah, I do. I haven't read all of the Kanan comics, but I know I read one where Obi-Wan does visit his class. So maybe, maybe, maybe that, I know. I don't know. This, I mean, of course it was a race. Like, why? Yeah, of course. He literally explains, oh, all the gravitation is going to this one star, but it's, nothing's there. 
oh, so it's not there, so it's yeah. erased. Also, uh, Yoda's always been a little jokester. Oh, yeah. yeah because, uh, hilarious. you know, Obi-Wan walks in talking about this planet. He's like, oh, lost the planet you have. Very embarrassing. And the kids are all like, some good Star Wars humor in this one. And maybe uh, a certain director can take notes. I'm, I'm going to piss some people off. Because I don't hate that movie at all. I like Knives Out. <laughs> yeah, I do love Knives Out. I like Knives Out. I like Looper. This is the only two movies he's done, so. I mean, yeah. Last Jedi is okay. I don't hate it. You hate it, but I mean. I'll I get to that it. later. I just hate parts of it. Um, also, R2's climbing stairs in Naboo. He, like, sups up his middle thing and then uses it to step yeah. up. I'm like, that's inefficient. You got, we find out in the next movie, you got little boosters. Just we saw in this one. Do we? Oh, yeah, because he's, yeah, yeah you're right. Why don't you just use the boosters? He's flying around. You don't want to waste his fuel. Yeah, I don't want to waste your fuel. Apparently, he ran out by the time A New Hope came around. He was just like, ah. <laughs> he never <laughs> uses it in the original. But, uh, I just thought that was funny because they're, like, 80 feet ahead of him. He's just climbing up these little stairs. And then their conversation doesn't break, but the scene cuts, and they're, like, 50 yards ahead, and he's with them. But the conversation doesn't break at all. I was like, that's okay. weird. Well, that's just editing, though. That's an editing issue. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm not going to judge him for that, because I can't edit. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. I can't do that. Uh... And we find out, they go to their little Naboo council. Yeah. And this is something that I just can't wrap my head around. How the hell is Newt Gunray still the vice of the Trade Federation after what he pulled? Right. Everyone, everyone knows. knows what he did. Yeah, everyone Well... Is he still a senator? Probably not. No, but he's the viceroy of the Trade Federation still. Yeah. And he actively wants Padme dead in this movie. But they're separatists. So, I mean, who cares, right? It's just crazy. I don't understand it. Not much else to really take out of this little council meeting except that Padme's an asshole. No, and, yeah, they, like... They ask for Anakin's opinion, and, and he says Master Jedi, and she shuts it down, like, oh, he's not, he's not Jedi, don't fucking worry about him. Yeah, it's like, hey, at least let him tell him this himself, you know. And we skip back and forth so much between this scene, because they're about to go to the lake, the lake house, and then yeah. Camino. So I don't know how you want to Um, There's not a whole lot going on at the lake house. All I have about that is stop talking about Sam, and then I have... I'm a, I'm not a fan of the love scenes, but you get it. You know, it's, it's plot purposes, and some of the... Dialogue is genuine. Same things yeah. I had before, you know. Um, we can go ahead and talk a little bit about the lake house, and then we'll go to Camino, just because okay. we're already on Anakin and Padme. Yeah. Um, they have this little, you know, thing. She's talking about growing up here, and Anakin's like, "I hate sand." <laughs> and then he's like rubbing her skin, which is really weird. And yeah, and she's like, "Don't look at me like that." And it makes me uncomfortable. And then they kiss. They have their first kiss here. They do. And she's like, "I shouldn't have done that." And it's like, "Well, you did." So yeah, yeah. Can't take it back now. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they kiss. They kind of look off, and we cut back. So not a whole lot, but you know, yeah. it's, it's the you know just the romance developing a little more. Right, romance. <laughs> um, then we go to Camino, and my first question is: it Always raining on Camino? Is, or did oh, did everyone just come at a bad time? I think so. Or like because I think it rains all the time because it rains in the Clone Wars episodes. Okay. It rains in all the games I've played it in. Well, and we see. In some part that he's on this flying creature, one of the Camino yeah. natives, and they're underwater. Yeah. I guess they can breathe underwater too. I think so, yeah. So it's uh So it makes sense it's a stormy planet. It's just the uh, that's how it is. 
I just don't understand. Sifo-Dyas talked to the Kaminos, right? Okay, he's dead. He's dead. They have not heard from this guy for ten years and kept building the clones with no. Well, because the uh, they have to. We don't know that there's no promise payment. That's uh, true. First of all, but uh, the it takes ten years for him to develop for you, so that would make sense. That's true. So he would be like, "I'll be back in ten." Yeah, years. I'll be back when the first batch is ready. Okay. But also, it wasn't. I, the, here's the confusing part: is that they say Sifo-Dyas made the first. Movement on it. Later, Tyrannus, his name comes up in it, and they said, well, sifo was dead by this time. So, did sifo do it, or did Count Dooku do it? Right. I believe sifo was already dead, and Dooku did it under the name sifo Okay. That would make sense. That's what I believe. Boba... I know there's some canon on it, I just Boba. haven't uh, used delved into it yet. Um, Jango was recruited by Tyrannus. Yeah. So, so, so I guess... sifo I think, dies right before... And so they're able to, Dooku's able to use his. So Dooku probably made this while he was still a Jedi before probably. he even turned to the dark side. Probably. Well, I, I'm I'm assuming he knew he was gonna leave, and before he officially left, he was because if Sifo Dyas because he didn't want the order to know he turned to the dark side, he was just like, oh, I'm leaving. Okay. Because Sifo Dyas probably died. Did he die after Darth Maul? You think? Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe he died. Because if he died before, then Count Dooku didn't know that he was going to become a Sith apprentice. I don't really know. I think, uh, listen, I think there's a book I just got called uh, Dooku okay. Jedi Lost. haven't read it yet, but it probably covers this. Okay, yeah, so, probably. Uh, because it talks about the fall of uh, Count Dooku. Oh, cool. So uh, we'll, I'll give that a read in probably six years. Uh, it's not sure I'll have it read by the end of the year. Uh, Kamino Prime Minister, uh... What was his name? Lama Poo? Lama Su. Lama Su. Weird. Yeah. And he talks about how creative they can they, they are less independent, but they can think creatively. They can think creatively. Which is a little contradicting. But I get it. I understand like, what they're going for. They're, they're better than droids. <laughs> they take orders, but they can think creatively. Right. So if they're in a situation where it's like you know, we don't have a general around right now and we need a strategy, oh I can think of something. Right. You know. And they have the same issue that I like to me that the droids do that like are some of them just colored differently. Well, I think um I think the ones that show a higher mental capacity just because of their creativeness can they're the ones who are generals. Yeah. Okay, that's why I think Rex and Cody and them ascend higher. Okay, okay, um, because they're smarter and more adept and better equipped, you know. Um. So yeah, we're getting clone armies being made. There's a ton of them around. A ton of Django's running around. Yeah. Uh, yes. And one little Django we get to meet. One little Django we get to meet. Um, uh, uh, Django, Django and Obi-Wan have this face-off, and uh, you see a little boy, an, un, 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 uh, the, 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 an, an unaltered clone. Yes. Pull the Jake there. An unaltered clone of uh, Django named Boba. <gasps> so that's where Boba Fett came from. Yeah, he's just a clone. Yeah, and, uh, you can clearly see his armor sitting in the background too. And he walks up to Boba and he says some gibberish. And Boba closes the door. This is a really tense stare down between him and Obi Wan. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you ever went to Coruscant?" It's like when a coworker makes a mistake and you know you can't call him out on it, but you can still. But throw you're shade. gonna throw shade. Yeah, and they know. They know you're throwing shade. Yeah, they know you're throwing shade. Ugh. But that's very much what that interaction is. And, uh, we, we hear the name Tyrannus for the first time. Yes. Which is, of course, uh, Count Dooku's Sith name, Darth Tyrannus, which we rarely hear. Because everyone just still calls him Count Dooku. 
we hear it. I think the only time we actually hear someone call him Tyrannus is at the very end of the movie with Palpatine. Palps obviously does because he's a Sith master. He's gonna call him by his Sith name. Right. But even after the Jedi learn who he is, they're still like, yeah, we're gonna call you Count Dooku. Yeah. It's weird because Yoda and Obi Wan in the OG trilogy aren't like, hey, Luke, go fight Anakin. <laughs> right. Right. Like, hey, go kill Vader. Darth Vader. So that's a little weird, but I mean, yeah. it's just a little thing. I mean. Yes. Yeah, I mean, he, so I guess Dooku he... was a respected and well, well. I mean, he trained Qui Gon. He was well, very right. well respected and high, high regarded Jedi. Right. So, I mean, maybe they're just trained by Yoda. Yeah, maybe so, they're just trying to, you know, trying to honor keep that alive. Legacy. I don't know. Uh, we go back to a little bit with Padme and Anakin. He uses his powers to impress. Uh, also, I wrote down, we, we got the seeds of Darth Vader here. Because uh, he talks about how he thinks the government should be run. Yes. And uh, she's like, you're describing the dictatorship. And he says, well, if it works. And I'm like, that's a fucking Sith thing to say right there. Got a dark, little Darth Vader running around. If he's not already turning to the so dark even side. even even still as Anakin, he's got some seeds of Vader. Yes, that uh, show in this movie, and especially in Episode Three. But uh, yeah, we we have that little scene with them talks yes. about Palo, her former, and how I jealous guess, he gets immediately over this twelve-year-old kid who she hasn't seen in like fifteen years yeah. at this point. I don't know what's going on there, but. Well, I do. He's madly in love. Yeah, and he rides this weird animal and falls down. She thinks he died, and they yeah roll around in the fields and all that. I mean, this isn't a bad scene for compared to the other it, love stuff. It's yeah, fine. it kind of seems realistic. Yeah, you know, and then they they do the fireside scene. And that's not realistic. It's super weird and awkward, and like I don't like it. Yeah, uh, that's here's what I wrote down about the fireplace scene is that Padme, he's clearly trying to seduce Anakin. <laughs> I mean. They're by a fire on the most beautiful planet, and she's wearing this dress that's like, okay. It's like, you you know you're doing this. She you're still saying she's doing. You're still, you're, you're trying to deny it to yourself, but you know you're doing it. Yeah. You know? But they agree, you know, you know what, we can't do that. Mm-hmm. We're two separate lives. And it'll ruin, I mean, it wouldn't ruin Padme. Padme would be fine, there'd be no repercussions. It'd just ruin Anakin. So right. really, Padme is selfish by the end of this movie. She really is. Anakin's the selfless one. Um, uh, so they agree to just be friends. Yes. And uh, But uh, as circumstances have it, Anakin has another nightmare about his mother. His mama on Tatooine. He was Shmi. so willing to do whatever he could to do anything for, for uh, Padme. And then he's like, oh, but my mother's in trouble. So I... And she goes with him. Yeah, and, she goes uh, with they, them. They go to Tatooine. Do you think he had a nightmare, a premonition, or do you think Palpatine put it there? I think he generally had a nightmare because we know she was being tortured by Tuskens, okay. so I think it was legitimate. Okay. Um, but they go to Tatooine, and uh, we see one of my favorite characters from Episode One returns. Watto. Watto is back. Yeah. Everyone's Watto. favorite slave owner. Uh, I think I wrote down. I was like, man, Watto looks like he went down real quick. He really should have stopped gambling. Hit that midlife crisis, you know. Yes, he's wearing a hat now. He recognizes Anakin eventually after he puts together a little thing for him. And Anakin's like, "Take me to my mother," and he's like, "Okay, let's go look at the paperwork, whatever." So Mm -hmm. yeah, Watto, very small scene, but it's it's kind of cool to see him again. He tells him that I sold him to moisture farmers named Lars. Yep. And uh, on the other side of Moist Isley. They go there, 
And we meet Owen and Baru right off the bat. Owen, Owen Lars, played by uh, Joel Edgerton. He was a very popular actor. He played in uh, Bright, which probably wasn't the first good movie to uh, rattle off. But I liked Bright, so I'll rattle okay. off. Uh, warrior. He's a warrior. Um, he's in that horror movie I can't think of the name of. I've seen none of these movies. You've seen none of the, Do you know who Joel Edgerton is? I mean, I notice him. Uh, like I recognize okay. him from the movie, yeah. He's been in some stuff. He's a good actor. Okay. I like him. Okay. Trying to think of that horror movie now, and it's never going to come to me. Uh, after, well, I think it was just before the scene, uh, we see the fight between Obi-Wan and uh, Django. Oh, yeah, I just I skipped over that. It's all good. Uh, we yeah, see no, that fight. fight. It, it, this is a great fight. It is. It is good. It, it is a really good fight. No. To insinuate it's this a really is not, good fight. not great. I have one problem with it. Okay. When, when Obi Wan is not. Keep in down. mind, this is the moment that made me fall in love with Star right. Wars. Yeah. So. Right. When Obi Wan falls down to the lower deck, right? Yeah. How did he not use Force Speed to get back to the top of the fortress? Well, listen. We don't see it, but I know there's Force Speed. That's a Phantom Menace complaint. That's a, I can't bring that into other movies. Okay, fine. Because they never showcase it once in this movie. That's fair. If they did it at the very beginning, then I'd be with you. But just force speed your ass up there, you know. But he went, he went super fast up that fortress, and the and the battle is really good. And the fight's great. Boba, I mean, you cannot shoot. And, and Django holds his own. Oh yeah. Um, Boba, the slave one is weird because the way it lands, you're like laying down until right. it takes off. It's like that's a weird design. Now let me just shoot. Yeah. Um, let me this way. But uh, eventually they escape. Django hits his head on the door while he's going in, you know, just like the stormtrooper in yes. episode four. Um, but okay, now back to the Tatooine stuff. Yes. Um, they go to the large homestead, and three uh, PO's there. He's uh, a little more finished. He's got some plating, not gold, yeah. but he's got plating. Dark and rusty. Yeah, and uh, he recognizes Anakin and Padme and mm-hmm. all that. And takes us to meet uh, Joel Edgerton. And uh, right, right. we meet him, talks to uh, the father who married Shmi, apparently. Apparently, she, she he, well, he botched me. Botched me. And then he was like, hey, you're free. You want to marry me? And I guess Shmi was like, all right. I'm not doing anything else. I don't know, might as well. He's a very caring man. So, um, I mean, I maybe it's not like that. Maybe, maybe he... Maybe, Maybe he freed they, her, and she's just like, well, I'm just going to stay here. Right. Maybe they fell in love before. Yeah, we don't bought her. You know, That's true. Happen. Maybe. We don't know. And he bought her for her freedom. How good is the farming at this point in time, though? Because we know by the time New Hope rolls around, it's very rough. They're struggling. So how can you right. afford to buy a slave? Maybe he's able to... Maybe, Maybe there's just booming. more moisture. There's booming right here. You know. You got all those Gungans running on Tatooine. They bring some of that water with them. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much that for now. They tell her, yeah, we don't know where uh, where she is. She was taken by Tuscan. She's probably dead. And Anakin's like, uh, you know what? I'm not going to listen to that. I'm out. Yes. And uh, Padme stands at the homestead. And he uh, he's like, I'm, I'm going to go find her. Yeah, I'm going I'm to go find her. And uh, he does find her after talking to some Jawas. Yeah. He goes to the Tuscan camp. He sneaks in. Turns on the lightsaber because of a little hole in the tent. And uh, if this isn't some of the best damn acting I've seen in this in this movie by Hayden, it is fantastic when uh when he finds mom. his mom and 
he breaks down after she dies and she tells him, you know, how proud she is and how she loves him. How handsome he looks. How handsome he looks, because yeah. that's important. Yes. You know? yes. But, I mean, you see him, he's, his face is, you know, is the tears coming down. And then he uh, he's fed up, he comes out, and he just starts fucking murdering, man. Dude! Seed 2 of Darth Vader. He decapitates those two. They may be savages. But holy shit. That's a whole tribe. Them. That's a whole tribe. He, like, you can see that the dark side is really taking a grasp on him. Because you just... Even this, Yoda yeah. feels it. Yoda he is feels like, the disturbance. That's what I wrote down. I wrote down, where is it? Somewhere down here. Yoda hears Qui-Gon and Vader after these events. Yes. yes. He hears Qui-Gon saying, Anakin, Anakin, and then he hears Vader's breathing. Which he doesn't quite know what it means, because clouded it is. Right. But uh, he knows something bad has happened, yeah, and he, he knows Skywalker is in a lot of pain. He's like, pain, murder, or he says something like that, about yeah. killing and stuff like that. And you're like, holy shit, how did he do that? It's, it's, it's crazy shit. Uh, um, I, I have right here, when he comes back and he tells Padme about... Yeah. They, uh, he straight up tells her, you know, I slaughtered them all like animals. And he's and, a whiny brat. And he blames it all on Obi-Wan. It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's such a whiny... You th- oh my, this is the one... Which, to be fair, Yoda... Yoda. Obi-Wan does not give him enough credit or freedom or anything like that. It's he's fair. like a strict parent, but, but I mean... neither did Anakin do a But to be fair, like I said, Anakin is a, basically a teenager. Right. You know, he's a... He's very... I think he's supposed a, to be like 20, 21, but he's, you know, he's a teenager. Right. Emotionally. Um, <laughs> emotionally. But yeah, he tells Padme all this stuff, and Padme's just like, oh, you murdered a whole tribe of living beings? Still love you. I'm so sorry. Uh, <coughs> uh, they they go from there, and they get on the ship. Yeah, they get a they get a message from Obi-Wan, who was like, why the fuck are you not on Naboo? But whatever, I gotta... You know, yeah, uh, more important. Transmit this to the council, because my long-range thing is blah blah. And, and then pa- uh, Padme's like, well... If you won't go there, then I'll go there, and you have to protect me. And he's like, and he's like, <laughs> I get it. And they go off. I want to go back a little bit because I missed oh, something. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, they uh, Obi Wan chased them because he put a tracker on Jango's ship. He chased them through an asteroid field. Yes. There's a little scene. Uh, we get a seismic charge, which is the best fucking sound effect. Oh my god, I love. I have it written down. It's like a sonic wave that explodes fucking yeah. Ben Burt man the sound designer on this movie is on all the original trilogy too and I do like that um, Obi-Wan in this scene uses his spare parts as flak yeah to destroy the missile which and then he hides on the asteroid to cover up why does he not have flak already on the ship yeah. I don't know but it works either way it's nice and then he sneaks his way onto the planet and then that's where he sees Dooku having this meeting about all the soldiers, yep. all the different armies coming together. He's got a super battle droid here for the first time yep. being created. And uh, so it's very, very ominous. The Separatists have built a massive army. And then we go back to that uh, yes. Anakin stuff. Just some come back and forth in this movie. So uh, C-3PO is just on the ship. He just left. He just, yeah, he kind of shows up. He's like, hey, uh, you built me, so I guess I'm with you. Yeah, creator. Okay. Oh, who is this little rotund droid here? Yeah, he's like, it's he R2-D2. He calls it. He calls him Rotund. Oh, or something like that. He's like, oh, wow, you call him that, huh? So, yeah, they, uh, they're they on their way to go save Obi-Wan. Yes. Obi-Wan's been imprisoned by Count Dooku, and we get not a very good scene between Dooku oh. and Obi-Wan. That, once again, shows how arrogant the Jedi are. Because Count Dooku straight up tells him the truth. The Republic and the Senate is in the control of a Sith Lord named Darth Sidious. And I'm going to be honest. I think Count Dooku 
was hoping Obi-Wan was going to join him. I think so, too, because it, from Dooku's perspective, Obi-Wan is like his grandson. Right. He trained Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon trained Obi-Wan. Qui-Gon always talked highly of Obi-Wan. He does not want to kill Obi-Wan. Right. He wants Obi-Wan to join him, and he wants to take down Palpatine so that he becomes become the most powerful entity in the galaxy. I understand that. And, but, you know, he tells Obi-Wan the, the truth completely, and Obi-Wan's like, it's impossible. The Council would know. It's like 10 years ago, the Council didn't know there were Sith Lords at all. Yeah. So, I mean... And now, is it really that unbelievable? It's just, it's... Like, and not, yeah, I, I have right here, not even Jedi can realize Palpatine's a Sith Lord. Count Dooku's a master manipulator. It's just... Um, it's awful. And then um, Anakin gets to Geonosis. Well, before we get there, oh, oh, oh. the uh, the Jedi get the transmission. They do. Um, right, right, right. And they're like, well, we need we need to vote on a Republic army. And they're like, well, the senators will never agree. Like, well, we could give Palpatine emergency powers, and Palpatine's like, oh, you know, I don't know how we'll do that. And he's like, oh, what about Jar Jar? And then Jar Jar, we go to the, the Senate, and Jar Jar proposes, hey, let's give emergency powers to Palpatine. And everyone's just like, apparently everyone must love Palpatine, because they're all yeah. like, yes, you hear like let's do it. Moves. And then immediately he's like, we're creating an army of the Republic. Yeah, I was like, when was the vote? <clears throat> apparently I, there wasn't a vote. It was just like everyone agreed, so. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he gets made... Basically, he's got complete control of the Senate now. So, then he makes that order. And then uh, Mace Windu says, I'm going to go ahead and go to Geonosis. And Yoda's like, I'm going to go ahead and go to Kamino and grab our army. Yes. And now we get back to uh, the droid factory. Yes. Which is, uh, uh, and it can just start murdering fools. Yeah, I mean, they're Geonosians. They deserve it. They're attacking him, to be fair. That's true. That's true. But it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. I hate the Geonosians, by the way. They're just giant bugs. They're ugly. So bad. They're disgusting. Nothing against uh, you if you're a Geonosian. You know, but... We got Geonosians listening to the podcast. I don't know. Possibly. Is that racist if I hate Geonosians? It's like, like speciesist. Because it's, it's racist if you uh, call Tuscan sand people. It's like they're... Yeah, but like I think it's more like uh, you're just against that species instead of... Because it's but it's a species. race within that world, though. Yeah, but there's like different kinds of them. It's still a race within the world, you know. Fair enough. So yeah, are we, am I a racist if I hate you? I'm there with you. All right, we're we're just space racists. Yeah, we're space racists. Uh, okay. Uh, we're in the factory. They get split up. R two saves the day with his jetpack power. He could have used it earlier to get some steps, but I love the power. It's actually kind of cool. I will say we also on. see one of the comedy bits here that I don't like, and that's C three PO getting deassembled and. His head gets put on a battle droid, and the battle droid's head gets put on his body. I, I don't understand it at all. Like, is the programming in the head? Is the programming in the body? I don't know. Maybe it's a combination. I just think it's a really bad joke that they've used for kids. But hey, I'll take it, because this movie has been so much better than Phantom Menace. Yes. yes. There, there needs to be a little bit of, you know, a little childish humor in there. Somewhere. I get it. Somehow. Anakin's saber breaks. Uh, he gets screwed Demolished. over. Demolished. And his first words are, Obi-Wan's going to kill me. He's Obi-Wan is very much just his dad. Like, yes. Obi-Wan's going to kill me. Oh, I broke my phone. Obi-Wan's going to uh, kill no, me. No, he's not going to buy me a new one. How many has he broken? Because Or lost? Because Obi-Wan talks earlier about him. Like, don't... This is your saber. Well, he lost it in the space chase, but Obi-Wan caught it. And gave right. it back to him. But he, like, he, he says, hey, don't lose this. This is your... This weapon is your life. Yeah. Makes no sense. Shouldn't the force be your life? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's fine. They say in Jedi Fallen Order 2, this weapon is your life. So. Right. 
A little bit more happens here, but not too much. You know, they, they get saved, but they get captured. Yeah, they get like, captured. Um, like Padme doesn't melt to death, which is good. Uh, so they get captured, and they're about to be put out on the arena floor with Obi-Wan. And uh, they have this moment, and Padme tells Anakin how she feels about him. And I thought this was very good up until – because she just says, I love you. She doesn't say anything else about it. And Anakin's like, really? And they go back and forth. And then she adds, I truly, I deeply – and I'm like, you just went to middle school. You went to deeply. middle school madly. You went to middle school romance, and it was awful. And it it was weird. I just it was it got weird. And if you cut kissed. that part, it was fine up to then. It was yeah. fine, but that part made me roll my eyes. Then they kissed, uh, whatever. And I wrote here, "Across the Stars" is amazing. It's my one of my favorite themes. It's the romance ballad in this movie. Okay. Yeah, it's so good. It's such a good theme, and I, I think it's overshadowed by uh, other music. But it's very, very good. Oh, man. I don't want to... Real quick, I, I hate to jump back. Jump uh, back, Whenever yeah. Anakin goes to kill the sand people. Oh, excuse me. You racist son of a bitch. Uh, whenever he goes back there, I forgot to mention that the Imperial March plays. Yeah. Which Welcome is to Vader. awesome. I love that. That's yeah. all I want to say about that. Uh, also, his... His uh, shadow on Tatooine, when you see him against the silhouette of the homestead, is kind of looks like Vader. Mm-hmm. I mean, now it looks more like Kylo Ren's helmet, but you know, yeah, back then before we had a Kylo Ren, it looked kind of like Vader. Um, okay, which apparently was an accident. It wasn't intended. Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. It was an accident. I went, well, that's lucky. Let's go with it. Um. So, back to the the gladiatorial ish creature. All right. Yes. I got. Before we get here. Oh. I got some trivia. Oh. You got some Star Wars trivia. Okay. Uh, do you know the names of the creatures that come out to attack? No, I do not. <laughs> you don't even have a guess. I don't have a guess. Because I can I name every single one of them. It looks like a red mud horn. One of them does. That's a good guess. I mean, oh, it's, okay. it's not It's not it's a not, mud horn. It's not right. But there's that's like, the closest there's one. There's like a giant uh, praying mantis yeah, this, spider thing. There's like a cheetah thing. Yes. Uh, a mud horn thing. A praying mantis thing. The cheetah thing is called the Nexu. The Nexu. The Nexu. Uh, the mudhort thing is called a reek, and uh, the mantis thing is an acklay. An acklay. Yeah. Oh, death by acklay. There's some lore trivia for you. Death by acklay. Interesting. I, I did not like this, as far as what? on the separatist side, because I thought it was stupid to have creatures try and kill them, then just shoot them. Just shoot them and blast. Look at that, but I mean, you gotta. It is more fun. You gotta entertain your species, you know, gladiatorial combat. Even though they're what chained, kind of, yeah, they're well, chained what up, kind of I guess. They're Jedi. They'll get out of it. They know they will. And Except they Padme. put the chains so far up that they can force jump to the top of it if it's they true. wanted to. Well, the chains are heavy. I mean, we see Anakin whipping it around. Yeah. Later, so I can't really... Anakin's is very strong. And and Padme can just swing on it. Well, Padme was... Uh, she picked it. She had hidden something in her mouth. She picked yeah. the lock and climbed up. And uh, so we get, the, we get the sequence. They're fighting all the... the Mm-hmm. The beasts, and uh, Anakin quickly just gets free, and gets on the uh, the reek, takes control of that. Obi Wan turns into someone from Land of the Lost, using a spear to kind of <laughs> yeah. pull back the acolyte. Padme gets scratched on the back. You know, he's got, she's got that midriff going on. Ooh. So yeah, they're all pretty well holding the, their own. And then uh, we see we see a motherfucker coming through the hallway. <laughs> Like, oh shit, Mace who's this? Windu. And Mace Windu's like, he turns out his lightsaber. And Jango is very like, oh shit, that's a lightsaber. 
Mm-hmm. And Dooku's just like, oh, hey, what's up? Yeah. Oh, good to see you here, Master Dooku's like, Windu. And then uh, we got some Super Battle Droids, does this thing, and he jumps into the arena. We see Jedi all over the arena jumping in. Man, I And we I get just... a full-out blown Jedi battle. I loved seeing all the lightsaber colors. Yeah. Blue. And it's green, great because whenever you get a wide purple, whenever you get a wide shot, it's just green, 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 blue, blue, green, 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 blue, purple, green, green. green. Yeah, yeah. I love that there's just one purple. And Samuel middle. Jackson's story on why he chose purple is so funny. He said, I want to be able to see myself in the big fight scenes. And he says, so now when he watches the movie, he can just be like, oh, there I am. <laughs> oh, my God. Which I think is great. That's fantastic. That is awesome. Uh, I, I couldn't help myself but just watch this. It is like, so good. This battle was so good that I had... Kip Fisto about. has a weird smile. He like pushes over. So lucky he didn't just murder the three PO robot. He just pushed him over. Yeah. And then he gives this weird cringy like, smile. A little bit weird. <clears throat> but I mean, you know. And then uh, Jango fell really easily. Yeah. To and I, I say here, no wonder Boba Fett hates the Jedi. Yeah, but you know, I mean, Jango's like Jango. Uh, Mace oh, is yeah. like the second baddest Jedi in the universe. You know, so, it's I mean, true. He is. There's the, any Jedi to lose to? He's a motherfucker. He's, so, mother, he's he's the motherfucker. He is the motherfucker. Um, I mean, his lightsaber says "bamf" on it. Yeah, he just cuts his head right off, and you see Bobo's reaction is kind of subdued. He just goes, "No crying or anything." Yeah, he's, he's a clone, you know. I mean, it's not. He's a clone, and he he's a clone of a bounty hunter. So it doesn't really yeah, and uh, compass. yeah. So the Jedi get cornered eventually, which is like, yes. how did they even get cornered? Well, before that, R two saves three PO. I might as well point that out. He reassembles them. Who cares? Yeah. Um. The Jedi get surrounded. Which? How does that happen? Your Jedi. Uh. These are droids. Just cut through them like butter. Or just force push six of them at once. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they get cornered, and uh, he's like, Dooku's like, listen, I won't kill you, but you're making me gonna have to kill you if you don't surrender. Yeah, I don't want to kill you, but the droids want to kill you. And uh, and Mace is like, listen, I know it's Star Wars. But come on, you gotta let him say motherfucker once. Come on. You <laughs> have one fucker. You get this is one. I would just have him look at, at Dooku and be like, hell no, motherfucker. <laughs> that would have been for great. It would have been great. Come on, it's Samuel L. Jackson. You know he was dying to say it. The whole time. The whole time. But, I mean, you know, he says no. Yeah. And right as they're about to attack, all of a sudden, we get some awesome music. These ships fly in. We got the clones. The clones oh, the clones. The clones are here under the command of Master Yoda. The clone entrance is fucking epic. It is the like coolest entrance. Yeah, and they just they're kicking ass, man. They just come in, and you know, once again, everyone's like, "That's impossible." How do they get an army so quickly? Yeah. Uh, right. They they don't know what the hell's going on. So they All start right. they start retreating. Juku's like, "You know what? Now's the time to get out of here." Yep. I, I want to say here, Kit Fisto um, is kind of a badass whenever he's fighting on the actual. He's yeah. fighting droids against. Uh, other than that weird smile. Yeah, that smile was weird, dude. Um, so, uh, Boba grabs Jango's helmet and puts it to his face. But uh, Jango's head was still very much in that when it was cut off. So is he just holding a severed head? I did not see that. I forgot that. I was yeah. probably typing. Cause I, was, I, was, I noticed that. I've known it for right, I've known right, it forever. Right. But it's just like, why? I mean, obviously, Star Wars doesn't want to show you the actual severed head. Right. But it's like, give us some indication the head's not in the helmet. <laughs> yeah, please. Because that's just creepy. Uh, right after this, right after Dooku runs away, he actually gets the first plans for the Death Star. He does. Sidious has been planning for a long time. 
long, long time. I actually didn't write this down because I knew you were going to. Well, you did? I did. Aww. I knew you were going to catch it. Um, I also just want to point out uh, our fan favorite character, Rex, is technically in this movie because his first assignment is the Battle of Geonosis. So they they age quicker, right? But, yes. But not once they're at maturity. No, they still age quicker because... Uh, so how is Rex in Rex, the battle? Rex is a part of the first batch. Right. And he just looks old as dirt in, uh, in Return of the Jedi. Because, I mean, he should be around... By the events of Return of the Jedi, he should be in his... Like his he was made about the same time as Anakin, about his 40s. Late 40s, early 50s. He looks like he's in his 60s or 70s. Really? He should yeah. only be about 40, 50. Yeah. Oh. So they age quicker. You know? Okay. Yeah. So he does look yeah, Rex is technically, he does look like dirt. Rex is technically here because, uh, I mean, he was a part of the first batch. They talk about it. And uh, I just want to bring it up because Rex is the fucking coolest. Rex is really cool. Rex is the best stormtrooper. You did not! You heretic! My, my cannon just punched me in the throat. Oh no, my god. Uh, he's the best clone trooper. He was never a stormtrooper. Oh my god. He never served the Empire. Okay. Pass that. Yeah, pass my big mistake. I'm supposed to be the master here. What is going on? Uh, we see... Obi-Wan and Anakin, they walk in on Dooku trying to escape. Let's, let's rewind a little bit. Oh, okay. They're chasing Dooku. Oh, right. And I, Padme I, falls I just, out the ship. I just got past, skip past all that. Padme falls out the ship, and Anakin's like, we gotta put the ship down, we gotta save her. And Obi-Wan's yeah. like... Fuck off! We gotta we gotta get Dooku, yeah. and they go back and forth. And he's like, "Do you want to be expelled from the order?" Because this one's gonna he can tell, you know, that there's this this kind of infatuation. Yes. And he's like, "Do you want to get expelled from the order?" Like, what would Padme do in your situation? And Anakin's like, "Ah, she'd do her duty." And he's like, "All right, so fucking she'll be yeah, fine. Let's go." And then they arrive, and they yes, they encounter Dooku, and Anakin is just and like like Obi Wan even says that Obi Wan and Anakin could probably take Dooku together. But Anakin is just so worried about Padme and ready to get back to her. He just rushes Dooku and immediately gets fucking electrocuted and thrown into a wall. And Obi-Wan is like, God damn it, Anakin. Uh, yeah, he was not ready. He was no. not ready. He, he he rushed in. He shouldn't have. We see Dooku Patience. curved hilt. That's what I wrote. I wrote he has the coolest, coolest lightsaber in the galaxy. Lightsaber. If I ever have my own lightsaber, that's what I'm getting. I'm getting a curved green blade. It's just they're so badass. Uh, Anakin loses his arm. This is the second in one episode. Yeah. This is the second arm that gets... He comes to save Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan's about to get killed. Yes. And then they have their little sequence. Obi-Wan gives him his lightsaber, which they both have like, replacement sabers because right. they lost he's, theirs. He's, uh, he's dual-wielding. He's dual-wielding, and then he loses one, and then the yeah. arm comes off. But then, then, uh, Master Yoda walks in with a cane, you know, just trolling in. Yeah. And, uh, immediately... Dooku's like, well, I'm going to shock you, obviously. And Yoda's like, just absorbs it and redirects it. And, and you're like, what? <laughs> yeah, what is going on here? And he tries it again, and Yoda just absorbs it. And then he's like, Dooku's like, I guess we're going to have to fight. Yeah, it's a pretty cool line that he says. He says, it cannot, like, this fight Our knowledge of the be, Force cannot be right. This determined. This fight cannot be determined by the knowledge of our Force. by our skills with the lightsaber. Yes. And uh, so he pulls us out, Yoda pulls his out, and you're like, oh shit, what's going to happen? Now there's a big, big split in the fandom on this. Half the people hate this. Really? Because they don't think we should see Yoda with his lightsaber. They think he's always the wise master who should be moving shit with his mind and stuff. And I mean, I understand that, but this but, was fucking awesome. But can't he just move his body with his mind? 
this. That's. I mean, that's really. Well, I don't think it's so much that he was old. It's just we don't need. We don't need to see it. You know. We just okay. think about it and leave it to the imagination. But I don't care because this is fucking awesome. Yeah. He's just jumping around and fucking mm-hmm. Maybe we giving it to Dooku. Maybe we need the fight between him and Palpatine in the next movie. Maybe this one. I fucking love really cool. this, dude. He's so good. Just all over the place. Yoda's kicking ass in, in this whole fight. It's just... But Dooku still gets away. Yeah, Dooku tries to drop a thing on Anakin and Obi-Wan and Yoda has to stop to save them. His ship... I, I don't understand this shit because it doesn't use hyperspeed, I don't think. It uses no. a solar sail. They could have caught up to him. But he still gets to Coruscant in Which no is another time. thing. The fucking Sith base is on Coruscant where the Jedi we Order are. We talked about this in the last And episode. it's so infuriating How that they're like... How do they not know? Clouded it is. Uh, again, uh, we hear... Uh, so this is at the end. After Palpatine and Count Dooku, they... Get together. Yeah. Uh, Sidious. Sidious. Darth Sidious is like, oh, Darth Tyrannus. And then we're like, oh, that's who it is. Oh. We see the the clone, the entire clone army after Yoda says, oh, it's the beginning of the clone wars. Got begun the clone wars has. Yes. Uh, we hear the Imperial March again on top of the clones, which, a little weird. I think they're, but it's like a sinister. be like, hey, this says we're heading towards Stormtroopers. Right. We're not there yet. We're heading that way. Um, and then... The ending. The ending. Padme and Anakin get married, you know, and there's right. a little gold hand. And Listen, I don't mind the ending. No. Them get they, married. They it makes married. sense. They get yeah. married. It's got, like, the nice music, but it also is a little sinister at the end. Yeah. And we close out. Credits roll. It solidifies his fault. And I love this movie. I can't say I hate it. I love this movie. I've got gripes about it as far as Even my gripes are love thing. thing. The love thing. And Some of whiny. it's bad, but, I mean... The next movie, I will say, the next movie is definitely better. Right. But I do love this movie. Anakin is whiny, and I understand he can be. Yeah. It seems like most Padawans are. He definitely grows up a lot between now and Clone Wars. Yeah. Which is, there's a little bit of time between now and the Clone Wars series I've always wanted to explore while he's still a Padawan. Because there was an original Clone Wars series that actually showed him getting knighted. But uh, that's no longer canon, so. Okay, so we can't. We can't really say that's the same series that introduced General Grievous and Asajj Ventress. So, also Asajj Ventress was originally going to be the new apprentice in this movie, not Dooku. Really? Yeah, and they changed it. Why? Because they, they thought being having a female villain would be pretty cool and groundbreaking. Well, that's why I'm saying why and didn't they? They just ended up going with Dooku. I think they wanted to do a fallen Jedi type of thing. So. Okay, it makes sense because a woman can't be a and fallen then, Jedi. <laughs> listen. I didn't say it. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then they, in Clone Wars, they brought her in as an assassin that works for Dooku. Okay. And she's a lightsaber. Somehow. Yeah. And she becomes she, she becomes a very good character in her own right. She's a she's not an apprentice. Right? She's not technically because they don't want to break the rule of two, but I mean, she might well be. Well, I feel like because even if we're going off, is Force Unleashed canon? No. Okay. Well, not. if we were going off that, technically. Vader had an apprentice, which was yeah. Starkiller, while being the apprentice. Well, he's of he's gearing up to Palpatine to kill to kill Palpatine. Right, that's because we've seen that before, like in uh, right. Count Dooku might in the Darth ba- in the Darth Bane books. I'll throw out an example. Uh, when Xana is finally ready to take on Bane, she goes and she finds her own apprentice mm-hmm. before she confronts him. And then, okay, yeah. yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You you, you want to find your as you, can you want to find your apprentice, and then you. 
Because you don't want to just be alone. Yeah. Well, unless you're Palpatine and you just kill your... Unless you're Darth, Darth Crate who uh, created the World War. Which is How not canon. How long did that last? Um, <laughs> it was around. Huh. A little, a little bit. I of mean, I can understand Rule of One is a lot more powerful. Yeah, you get all the power. you are the only dark side user. But then how do you... How does the Sith live on? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. But, uh, yeah, so that's... That's called Attack of the Clones. That's Attack of the Clones. It I, is. I don't have a lot to say. What's your overall thoughts on the movie? If you had to grade it. Like on a... Like a like on a scale of dead sand people, like like one to ten. Tuscan Raiders, you racist son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, on on a scale of one to ten, I definitely would give it. It's a solid like seven. It's a ten. It's a ten. Because oh, they introduced me to Star Wars, okay. I'm biased. Yes. I can't. It's a solid seven. There's still gripes about it. It's not a perfect movie. No. I would watch it again uh, oh, sure. before I watch Phantom Menace. Watching this movie analytically, yeah, made me love it way more. Can you believe there's people out there that like Phantom Menace more? I think Phantom Menace is a better movie. I get it if you watch... I mean, you know, your opinion is... If you watch the first hour of Phantom Menace, and you're like, yeah, stuff's happening, and then you don't watch anything else, you're like, okay. There's just so much of Phantom Menace where it's like, can we move on? This is all... We get going. Phantom Menace felt like George Lucas touching his toes back into... I understand you gotta reestablish the world because it's different from where it was in the original. Right. But, oh my god, we're on Tatooine with nothing to do for so long in that movie. This movie, we're all over the place. We're it's getting going. It's worse than New, A New Hope was. Yeah. Like, as far as the prologue goes. But, yeah, I mean, I prefer this to Phantom Menace. I would spray Yes, I prefer this way more. Phantom Menace, I'd probably, I don't think we rated it. Um, I'd pro- definitely give it a little five or six. I'd, I'd probably around the same. Now, this is, this is in the scale of Star Wars yeah. movies. Because I would definitely rate Phantom Menace probably more like a seven as far as all movies go. I'm not sure about that. It's I still I'll, I have I love the Phantom Menace because I love Star Wars, but even I can say, being probably being the most extreme Star Wars fan you'll ever meet, that it is a weak movie. It's not very strong. It, it's not the strong. moment when it's strong, it's very strong. Right. But when it's weak, it's very weak. It's weak on its own. It, yeah. it, it, if it has nothing else, it has no. Back. Whereas Attack of the Clones, when it's great, it's great, and when it's when it's not great, it's okay. It's okay. And right. then there's it's a couple watchable. there's a couple moments where it's like. Okay, that's bad. Some of the love stuff's a little crazy. Yeah. Uh, we do... I don't really have anything about this movie that I can really pick apart. Like, I, I can know. really be like, I hated this part. A lot of people, you know, hate Hayden Christensen's performance, and I'm just like, I can understand you saying that for this one just because he's so whiny, but that's what he's told to do. Yeah, I don't think it's... Mo- you know? I don't think it's so much his performance as it is the direction. It's the direction. You know, right. Lucas is telling him what he wants, he's giving it to him. I think Hayden, uh, especially in 3, whenever he is told to just be mean give us a look he looks like scary as hell you know and i love that the hair is grown out oh yeah he's got that jedi mullet coming back later hair but uh yeah it's just i i've never understood the complaints about hayden i think he's a very good actor i i agree i think he did very well i i love most the act the acting in this yeah. movie i didn't really have any problem with it as far as no. the de- deliveries of the lines and stuff. some of the lines themselves were not great but you know. yes and i feel like how do you think it would have changed if they did the same thing that they did with the original trilogy and the new ones, that they had a different director for each one, instead of George Lucas Walker? Um, I don't know. It would have been interesting. George Lucas still would have been overseeing it all. Right. So it, it would have had some connectivity between it. Um, the whole part about the new trilogy, which I don't want to get too much into just because we're right. going to cover it, is that 
the directors all seem to disagree. Well, I guess the two seem to not. There's supposed to be three. They have disagreeing philosophies Especially on characters. On, yeah, where the story's supposed yeah. to go. Uh, whereas with the originals, George still wrote them and everything. He's like, this is what yeah. we're doing. I think you tell them how to say the lines. Problem. You know, George is like, you're the director, but this is my story. That was a big problem because it wasn't written out before. Yeah, whereas, whereas with the new trilogy, Kathleen Kennedy, she's in charge, but she's not telling them, like, all right, here's the story. Direct it. She's saying, what do you want to be? And when that happens, you yeah. get directors with different ideology, ideologies. ideologies, right? and they clash. And it's like, that's why you get this back and forth, you know, and have to write I think they close it out decently, but it's still, you know, okay. we'll get, we'll get to those when we talk about the new yeah. trilogy. Yeah, of course. So, uh, last week we did Phantom Menace. This week we did Attack of Clones. Logic would say we're doing Revenge of the Sith next week, right? Really? No, we're not. Oh, oh okay. We're not doing Revenge of the Sith next week. Because uh, I made a boo-boo, guys. I thought the Clone Wars was coming back in April for some reason. And then mm. I found out it was coming out in February. And now we have an official date, February 17th. Uh, Clone Wars Season 7 is coming to Disney+. And to celebrate that, we are going to start some coverage on the Clone Wars starting next week. Uh, we're not going to cover it episode by episode because that would take forever. Yeah, we would be here for. Uh, we're also <laughs> yeah, we're also not going to cover it chronologically because they don't even cover it chronologically. Yeah, it's a it's like it's like an anthology. So uh, what we're going to do is uh, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to cover an arc, my favorite arc of the Clone Wars, which is the Youngling arc. The Younglings going to get their crystals and having the whole thing with Hondo and everything. So that's three episodes, and we will be talking about that next week. All right. He's, I mean, you're the one who sets the schedule, so yeah. I'll make sure to watch those episodes. Yeah, it's three episodes. Um, uh, I have seen some of the Clone Wars. Um, two seasons. Yeah. First two seasons, maybe. I believe it's the season four arc. Season so. four arc. Okay. So like I said, you don't. You can watch it arc by arc. You don't have to watch certain episodes beforehand. Right. So right. It's pretty good. Uh, but that's the one we're gonna cover next week. Sweet. And then uh, we'll we'll cover more Clone Wars from there, leading up to the premiere. And okay. We'll see where, where that takes us, and then we'll get back to the movies, once once Absolutely. we get through a little bit, and then we'll probably jump back and forth. Who knows? But yeah, that's next week. We're covering Clone Wars finally, finally like it's the third episode. Hey. Right, right. But uh, uh, should be fun. Yeah. And uh, I guess we're done. Yeah. We'll see you next week. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening this week, and uh, we will see you all for the Clone Wars next week.